Why do bad things happen to good people? Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC, where we tackle all kinds of questions, big ones, small ones, important ones, and we put the lens of our Anabaptist mm. roots over top of them. My name is Julie Adams, and I'm your host today, and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hi, Julie. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Ready to tackle this? Yes, I think so. This yeah. is a, this is a series that you've talked about wanting to do for mm-hmm. a while. For a while. I think almost since I've worked here just over three years, and I've heard you yep. talk about it a couple times, saying, oh, we should talk about Job sometime. Yep. So, so here our we friend, are <laughs> talking with our friend Job. <laughs> oh man, I uh, I don't know when I've had a harder time studying for a series than this one. Interesting, because it's so heavy. Yeah, it's, uh, these are all things that it's so easy to be cliche in this day and age, and to tie everything up with a red bow and yeah. in the Bible and so that we perfectly understand everything. Well, we have questions and we want answers to them. Yeah, yeah. we do. And I think uh, the Bible being a supernatural book mm-hmm. written by the infinite mind of God, I think we'll never totally understand the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And if there's uh, the most depressing book in the Bible <laughs> has got to We've be... We've landed on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. And and yet, um, the ending of it is what uh, is worth hanging on to. Yeah. You know, have, have you ever gone to a movie and, and you, um, you see uh, the hero, he or she is up against these insurmountable odds and yeah. it's one defeat after another and... And you're you're going, oh my goodness, the hero's going to fail, and yeah, and and then they pull it out of the hat at the last yep. minute, right? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. So uh, that would certainly be the case for Job. Mm-hmm. And I hope the listeners, I I hope that you'll uh, read along with us um, in the next uh, month or so as we as we spend about five Sundays looking mm-hmm. at suffering mm-hmm. you know yeah bad things so how long is the book of job it's 42 chapters and it is um poetically it it's a beautiful book um i i think it's interesting that uh, the language of it is so far eastern it it is uh definitely written from that standpoint mm-hmm. and uh it's the oldest book in the, in the old testament Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. And it's a true story. It is a true story. It is a story that um, either Job wrote this, some have said Moses has written it. Uh, I'm not sure who wrote it, but but it is a true story. Uh, Ezekiel talks about Job. Uh, I think it's James talks about Job. Paul does too, a couple of times. So, So he's referred back to... And, um, and really honored, as he should be. But it is an interesting story of riches to rags to riches. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Come full circle. Well, and, and so this is a story that takes place. This guy is a good guy. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, he's the Bill Gates of his day from the standpoint of his wealth and influence and, and that type of thing mm-hmm. in, in where they lived. Uh, which would be today northern arabia is where the land of us was 
Uz was. And, um, and he, he was very wealthy. Uh, they didn't have money in the bank like we do today. It was tangible uh, assets, right? Yeah. Possessions. And so he had just tens and tens of thousands of livestock. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a big gauge of how wealthy you were. And, um, and he had a great family, and it was a family that enjoyed being together. And, mm-hmm. and so this story begins with um, Job not knowing all the facts. We know more of the facts as the reader than Job does. And it begins in the spiritual realm where Satan, um, the accuser he's called, is before God. And I don't know what that setting looked like. I don't know if that mm-hmm. still happens today. I, I don't know. But this was, um, this was a time where S- Satan lied about Job. And so uh, God refutes those lies mm-hmm. by allowing Job to go through some really deep waters. Yeah. And so that's where our story begins. And so <laughs> the accuser says, well, you, you take away, you take away uh, everything he has and he'll curse you. And sure enough, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And after losing everything, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah. We'll come back to that in a minute. And then, he, then in the latter part of that chapter, he, Satan says, well, you, you take away his health and he'll deny you. Yeah. You know? And so um, God, knowing Job's heart, allows that to happen. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the, the, the questions that we have. That's a bit confusing. So yeah. we're always taught, or at least I would tell someone, that God always wants the best for us. Mm-hmm. So why was this the best for Job? Yeah. To be, you know, yeah. like losing everything doesn't seem like the best for right? <laughs> anybody. Right. And that's a great question. Uh, that's the beautiful thing about the book of Job is that you can't tie all this up in a real pretty red bow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, there's 330 questions in the book of Job. Wow. Yeah. And um, like the Psalms has 160 questions. So yeah. that gives you some idea. of. But um, we, we just find Job in a place where God is using him to refute the lies that were said about him mm-hmm. and um and we see job go through some real testing i think it's interesting just a thought we don't see god causing the harm that Mm-mm. he went through and i think it's an important thought uh we we see that god did allow it mm-hmm. uh, because he was going to use it for a greater cause but yeah i i think those are some of the questions that as humans that we have that we'd like to ask God. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so um, Job finds himself finally in the heap of uh, the trash, in the warm ashes, wiping sores. And mm-hmm. even his wife, who is dealing with all this anguish and loss and pain, yeah. just says, curse, curse God, God. And die. And yeah. die. I, I I've never had Carol say that to me. No. <laughs> I've never said that to Tom either. But <laughs> but it shows the depth of the pain and anguish that she was going through, 
you know, she didn't lose her health, but she lost everything else that Job did. Yeah. Right. Well, and her husband, right? Yeah. Well, although she didn't actually lose him, but sometimes sense, right? watching someone you love yeah. go through something painful and traumatic yep. is, you know, yeah. traumatic to you or painful to you because you love them. And, mm-hmm. you know, she certainly, uh, I think Job's wife is found in the place that a lot of folks are that, when something bad happens, we automatically think that God did it. Yeah. And I, it's part of our humanity. It's part of our brokenness, actually. Yes. Yeah. You know, and so um, curse God and die. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did this to you. He took everything away. He took our kids away. He took our wealth away. Just just curse God. He did this. And yeah. Now, that's her pain, right? Yeah. Um. But that is where humanity usually settles when we lose somebody. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. And I mean, not that it's fair to say that, but if God allowed it to happen, is that one of those, you know, is it an outright lie or is it a lie of omission, right? Mm -hmm. Because omitting something, is it lying? Well, maybe it's a gray area. So is allowing something bad to happen? Is that the same thing? Is it the same thing as doing it yourself? Well... If we go back to the book of John, uh, John chapter 3, that very wonderful but simple verse, for God so loved the world that he gave mm-hmm. his one and only son. So um, I, I think it's important for us to realize that what God does, how he does it, why he does it, uh, I would say most of the time we as humans are not going to understand it. Yeah. You know, uh, I've Carol and I have a little Morky, mm-hmm. you know, Xena, uh, warrior princess. That's that's what <laughs> she's both <laughs> at the same time yep. some days. But Xena's our little Morky. She's four or five years old. And I, I've got to believe I remarked to Carol, it must be really weird to live with a human couple and not understand what they're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it must be very strange. Yeah, you know, like uh, uh, it's 30 below zero and she's got to go to the bathroom. And so we put her outside, you know, and she's going, why did they do that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> or, or uh, we, the vet is probably a good illustration. We take her to the vet and she gets prodded and yep, stuff stuck and, up her butt yep. and shots. And she said that, I mean, I have to drag her. It's like she's a, yes. a dust mop. Mm-hmm. You know, I drag her across the floor at the vet because she's going, well, if you love me, why are you doing, doing this? this? Right? Yeah. So she automatically, I think, assumes that we're the bad guy. Yeah. When really we're focused on her best. Yes. Right? And so I think, I think we have to operate on that premise with God, that God is is out for our best mm-hmm. now the case can be made that job lost everything how was yeah. that for his best yeah good question and and i think we kind of see it toward the end of the book so stay tuned but i do think uh, that there are a lot of aspects of job that we'll never understand on this side mm-hmm. of eternity of god's mind and how god works and I think in our brokenness, we, we lash out at the, the one who's in control. And we say, well, you're, you must be a bad God. Yeah. If, if, if you're going to allow this pain or well, this You could loss. have stopped it and you didn't. Yeah, yeah. These are all questions 
that God has huge shoulders and can bear those questions, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think all of us, uh, like the series says, why? Yeah. Why? Why? But I also think we have to be prepared that we may not ever. Mm-hmm. Somebody says, well, the theme of Job is why they're suffering. If, if that is the theme, if it is, then the book fails miserably at pointing out why. Because <laughs> we really yeah. don't learn why mm-hmm. all of this went on. Mm-hmm. But we do learn maybe more like how. Ah. Uh, how do how do we how do we go through suffering? Yeah. You know? And, and well, go through it well. And how do we go through it mm-hmm. well? And how do we go through it with faith intact? How do we go mm-hmm. through it with believing God is good when at the point that we're going through is not good? These are all things we wrestle with. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the mystery of God, that we, we can't figure him out. Yeah. You know? And I think it's fair to say that if I could figure out God, then probably he wouldn't be God. Mm. You know? Uh, so that's hard for humans. That's hard for us because there's got to be a reason that we can wrap our brain around. Yeah. You know? Um, there's got to be a reason why uh, Putin is allowed to invade and uh, basically an innocent people. Yeah, the, they they've never picked a fight with Russia, and and there's got to be a reason. This God, where are you in letting Putin do that? Yeah, you know, and um, those are the kind of questions that are being asked right now. Mm-hmm. You know. I think all of us feel like that Putin and Hitler and Stalin and bin Laden and all those guys, um, they deserve to have bad things happen to them, right? Because no. they're bad. <laughs> but what they about us good people? Harm. They I have. know. They have. And, and I certainly, um, I believe that the wheels of God's justice grind slowly, but they grind exceedingly fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to be in their shoes, you know? Yeah. But... But as far as on this side of heaven and going through it and watching a madman like Putin do what he's doing right now, yeah, lots of questions. Yeah. Yeah. And I think God is quite okay with that. Mm-hmm. We just have to be okay that we may not get an answer <laughs> that we want. Now, why does God choose not to answer our questions sometime? Wouldn't that, you know, if we got an answer, then wouldn't that, you know maybe bolster our faith or help us to like draw closer to him or something like that. Have you given your kids an answer for everything that you've ever decided for them? Well, sometimes the answer is because I said so and I'm there your you, mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. All right. So, all right. <laughs> so, so, but I, I think, um, I think our kids ask why all the time. They why, do, especially why? when, you know, a two, three-year-old. Yeah. But why? Why? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I'm not saying we're all two or three-year-olds, but I do say that the, the level of God's, well, he, he says this. He says, my ways are not your ways. My mm-hmm. thoughts are not your thoughts. And boy, if ever there's something that's true, it would be that. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I think this is, is going to be a challenging series, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be one that 
as we walk through it, we are going to learn as we see in the end of the first message yesterday that when when he lost everything, when Lot lost everything. Job. Did I say Lot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lot had his problems too, yes. folks. Well, yeah. that's another story, another time. Yep. Thank you. But when Job lost everything and his wife said, curse God and die, I love his answer. His answer was, well, why why should we just follow God when things are going good? Mm. You know? And I think some people, that's their thinking. If I follow yeah. God, then he won't let death happen. He, he won't, we won't lose our, our savings. We, yeah, we'll prosperity, to, gospel, yeah, yeah. rabbit's foot Jesus. Rabbit foot mm-hmm. Jesus, that's right. And so I, I love his attitude. Well, why, why should bad things happen? We live in a broken world. Why shouldn't bad things happen to us? Yeah. We, don't get a, we don't get a hall pass from that. Mm-hmm. And he says, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that he knelt down and worshiped. With all of his questions, uh, uh, next week's message, we're going to see him wrestling with God. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, but with all of his questions, he's able to bow his head and his knee and his heart. Mm-hmm. And he's able to love God and trust God even though he doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Yeah. Job doesn't have a clue what God's doing. Yeah. So I think that's a great lesson for us. Mm-hmm. That not to be a fair weather friend. Yeah. You know, and that we we have this beautiful opportunity to trust God and faith it in faith and until it's it's put to the test. Yeah. Right? Ah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. So mm. So I think it's going to be a great series for us. I think there's a lot of questions. Hopefully some of them can get answered yes. in the days ahead. <laughs> and we'll go from there. Sounds good. Thank you, Pat. Now, last week you had mentioned that we should read ahead a little bit. Do you have um, Do you have next week's reading? Do you know what we should read? Yeah, I, I would say for right now, be reading Job chapter uh, 2, yep. the, the entire chapter. And then read um, chapter 3. Okay. Sounds good. Job chapter two and three, if you want to read ahead to be prepared for next week. And if you have any questions for Pastor Pat or want to discuss any of this or ask him why, he uh, may or may not be able to tell you, but you can still reach out to him and um, drop him a line at pat at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in, and we hope to connect with you again soon. Bye. Look forward to it, everybody. Have a great week. You are loved.